Education is the most promising path for individuals to realize better, more productive lives. It gives us knowledge of the world and how to make it better. Omar Mohammed has made it his business to provide access to quality university education. I sat down with him to learn more about his business. So, Omar, how did the idea of starting this business, how did you come about? Out of all honesty, it was just about helping people. It started with helping people where, you know, I was a student myself, studying in Malaysia, been there for seven years. So throughout my, 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 my first two, three years there, people used to, like, add me on Facebook or WhatsApp or, or call me or someone of the other, a friend of a friend, asks me, Omar, I need to come, I want to come to Malaysia. How do I go about the application process? Yeah. So I used to advise them and help them. I just take their documents to, you know, the registry and sort it out in a way that... I'm trying to assist them and they get them enrolled and process their paperwork and everything free of charge. So how, how did you know the process? Uh, because I went through the process myself, ah. where I, I liked it. I know, I know it's not easy, but yeah. for some reason, young young generation wants everything easy. True. So they don't want to go and search and see how, to, how the process goes and everything. So, you know, yeah. I was just helping them to make it faster because always when you do things online, it takes some time before even the university comes back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went, I got there physically, get everything done quickly, you know, that yeah. kind of a thing. So I used to help them. And then I reached a point where one of the university guys told me, Omar, you are doing this for free. You know, you can earn something small out of it. I said, so, maybe that's something small. Like from now on, I know I'm getting something. It's yeah. Free. So, you know, it helped me, you know, at least maintain my upkeep for the first few years. Yeah. And later on, we could even pay for my fees. So, because now it became bigger when, you know, we, we partnered with my sister. She she had the office in Mombasa and she started sending students to me. Okay. And I used to process the applications there. So, it was very difficult managing my task of you know, being a student, although I was a first class one of student, but I had to, to maintain my academics at the same time, uh, focus on business. Yeah, true. So, two questions mm-hmm. about Malaysia. Mm-hmm. What course were you studying? I was studying petroleum engineering degree, and yeah. I did my master's in MBA. In MBA. Yeah. So, how's life in Malaysia? Uh, it's chilled, man. It's a very yeah. nice country, peaceful yeah. place, yeah. relaxing environment, yeah. you know, friendly, friendly people. Yeah. Amazing food, tropical climate, same from Kenya. There's this mentality of Kenyans have that, or they assume that studying abroad is much more expensive than studying in Kenya. Mm. So Malaysia, is it similar? Well, I'll tell you, cheap is expensive in a way that, okay, it's quite, 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 quite openly, I mean, if you look, most of the parents, when they look at the fees in Kenya, obviously it's a bit cheaper. Yeah. Because of the, of, of, of what you're paying for is what, what it's worth. Yeah. So if you're having, you're paying, you know, even if it's like 100,000, for example, per year, yeah. you're, in a, you're in a lecture hall with hundreds of students. Yeah. And, you know, as in comparison with education, with better facilities and everything, where the classroom is just 40 people, 50 people, yeah. with tutorials and, you know, professors and, you know, high-qualified teachers yeah. without strikes, you know, so you finish on time, yeah. that can never, you know, the strikes and everything. Yeah. So obviously, in terms of quality, it's much, much better than in terms you know, internship programs abroad where you get to work with multinational companies and you know, once you're in the industry, it's easy to get back and once you're done, then they can even absorb you. So these are opportunities that are hidden behind it. You know, people are just looking at the cost in terms of this is what I'm going to pay for the first semester, then what? And yeah. after that, you know, we've seen so many graduates from Kenya not, not doing much. Yeah. You know? I mean, not, not, not say that the degree is not good, the degree is good, but at the end of the day, the quality of education is better because, you know, in terms of 
they have a lot of funding from companies to do research and everything. So of course they have money to, to invest in research and you know facilities and everything. Yeah. So and you know it's competitive in a way they're all fighting for the rankings outside, yeah. you know. And in Kenya it's a bit chilled out, you know, like they're just competing amongst themselves as opposed to the international. So what are your responsibilities as the business owner? As you mentioned before you started this in Malaysia, you started small and now it has grown to even have another office that you already operate. Yeah. So what are your day-to-day activities? Waking up very early in the morning, yeah. responding to WhatsApp messages from students. I mean, it depends on the season now when, you know, it gets busy, very, very busy when results, KCC results are out and, you know, British system, the whole level, real level results are out, yeah. when we have fairs and everything. So, you know, it's a different challenge every day in a way that, okay, now this time is when students are applying, or this time is when student business are going on. Yeah. So it's different kind of challenges and there's nothing routine that goes on. I mean, for the councillors, yes, it's, it's, a, it's a routine where students are walking into the office or processing the applications yeah. and so on, and counselling and giving career guidance. For me, it's more of like a different challenge now, you know, like I need to do marketing, today I need to do flights, tomorrow I need to do this, yeah. I need to do so many things. And, uh, you know, sometimes we have to go abroad and look at the universities that we're representing to make sure that qualities, we're taking students where, you know, qualities that, you know, we're not just giving them information that we're hearing more for to witness it and see that these universities are actually good for these students that we're sending because we're not messing around with this we don't want to mess around with the students' future. So you mentioned counselors. Now for those who don't know what a counselor is, who's a counselor? Counselor, I mean these guys are experienced guys. So we have specialists for different countries. For yeah. example, Canada is a representative that focuses on particularly Canada universities and knows inside and outside of every university what programs they offer, how much does the fee cost, what are the types of accommodation, you know, what kind of pathway they can work, what's what's the progress after they finish this degree, what can they yeah. do in terms of masters and you know uh, what kind of benefits each university holds, yeah. what kind of environment each university has, where yeah. students feel if it's an introvert, extrovert. An extrovert wouldn't do well in a, in, a, in, a, in a very busy city like London, for example. You know? I'm an introvert, rather. I mean, these are people who can really look at the grades and see the entry requirements and see how they can process. So they will help the student get the documents, get offer letters, process visas and so on. So they, they, they pretty much handle the student from there to Support them from start to finish. Yeah. Now, what's the name of your company called? Educa International. Educa International. Yeah. Now, you just mentioned Canada. Which other yeah. countries do you send? So we do Malaysia, UK, Australia, pretty much everywhere in the world. Dubai, Mauritius, Cyprus, everywhere. China, Russia, everywhere. everywhere. We have universities all over the world. So what's your goal? What, what, what vision do you have for education? I just want to create people's futures in the long run. My, my biggest dream is to actually have a university in Kenya yeah. that it has international facilities. For instance, you know, you're talking about a very great university operating here in Kenya yeah. and you know has the same quality standards as abroad so that it can cater for the local community, you know, very, very research focused university, yeah. high quality that can mix and compete in international how does Educare bring that vision? For now, it's all about capital. You know, that now we try to do as much as we can in terms of growth to make sure that we get good market share. It is with the second biggest agent in Kenya at the moment. We have the offices in Kenya. Increasing our services, making sure that our students are sorting to the university recommendations and referrals. I mentioned before, we're dealing with uh, literally everywhere in the world where you send students. Uh, we're dealing with applications, visas, markets. So how do you manage to stay organized? Well, for us, I thank God we have a very great team that, you know, everyone's uh, proactive. Yeah. No one needs to be told to do that. Yeah. Please do that. Yeah. So everyone's on top of their stuff, making sure that we are actually the right track. So yeah. it's very easy in a way that if you're good at delegating, that's, that's the most important part. You have to have faith in, you, in your team in a way that even if someone doesn't know something, you're going to teach them and they're going to do it for the next time. It's all about trying to upload some more tasks so that yeah. you can focus on the main ones.
So you have a good dedicated yeah. team that is focused on the task ahead. Everyone knows the responsibilities and, besides, and they keep the support. Besides, you know, we have two directors, me and my sister, so yeah. our weak, my weaknesses are our strengths and us, our weaknesses are my strengths. So we work together as a team, it's fantastic. So my final question to you, yeah. what did you wish you knew before you started this business? It's a very tricky question because to be honest, I feel like every move that we've made is, is good sense in a way that you know, I feel like my mother prayed so hard for me. Yeah. There's nothing much I would have changed. Followed the right tracks, everything came on time. The only thing I wish I knew probably would be I don't know man, like it's very it's a very strange question because I feel like you know we've done our best and for every effort that we've put in we're getting more results. Or rather what did you wish you could have avoided starting out this business? Well, I discovered my passion in it, so I, I wouldn't be able to point out something that, that I did wrong and I wish I did better. Because before we make any move, we should give it a very, very deep thought. So anyway, Omar, thank you so much for your time. You. I wish you success in your business. I appreciate that. You're inspiring to all young guys to follow their passion and stay focused on what they want to do. Have a big picture. Dream big. Dream big. And work towards it.